Hey guys, good morning. Uh, you know, it's the show before the show. <clears throat> Try to bring you all in as we get kicking on a June 20th. Didn't realize tomorrow is actually the first full day of summer. That's always a fun day, Vic. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Nature's just like morning, you Gary. think you should be vacationing and sitting oh, by the pool yeah, and the fun. smell of cocoa butter. I love it so much. Do you do anything special on that day? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't lather yourself up in sunscreen and just no. sit by a pool? That's all right. We'll be over to your pool. Oh, please, anytime. Come on over. Anytime. You're just so, you know, you can't sit by the pool and do that. You are just immersed in deep diving news. No, I'm news. not. No, no, I'm a, I'm a pool guy. Yeah, me too. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. Yesterday I went and got my hair cut, and it's in an area where you can watch the boats go by on a lake. So I like to go there just to watch the boats. Nothing about my hair. Hmm. Hey there, Donna. Good morning. Cherry, good morning. Um, Trisha, Cindy, Beatrice, uh, love everybody getting in. Bendy, good morning to you. We'll be promoting in just a little bit. Um, but two interviews today. <clears throat> Dr. Gil Vardy's coming in at 8.15. We'll have Dr. James McCabe from KBP Pharma as well. Very interesting clinical coming up um, regarding people with hypertension got a revolutionary drug that's working for people right now. I can't wait to hear about that. So many people have blood pressure or take hypertension medicine. Uh, look forward to that. You will not want to miss that. Chanel Rian from OAN joining us at 930. That's going to be fun. It is. It's going to be great. She's a doll even in real life. You know, in real life, she's even prettier than... Yes, she's a very pretty smart gosh, lady. That's gorgeous. for sure. Hello, Kimberly and Jay. Good morning to you guys. Oh, Jay says a lot of pools are still pretty cool. They are. Nighttime temperatures, really? He's, he's absolutely right. The pool is very cool. And unless you have the a pool heater on cool. it. The pool yeah, it is cool. But <clears throat> yeah, the water's cold. And by midday, it warms up. Unless you put a heater on your pool, which who's doing that now with the cost of of all the utility bills? We don't have ours on. I saw a neighbor that had the heat on their pool, though, and it was I could just see the dollar signs flying out with the mist of their pool. Oh, yeah, I get it. What kind of music do you listen to sitting by a pool? Uh, the mood. Whatever All depends the, on the mood, right? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I agree. I mean... Yes, it definitely depends on whatever mood you're in, or anyone's in for that matter. A lot of news today, every day.
And everybody, please remember to share the show. First thing, even before the real show starts, the show before the show, please like it right now so that we can get the guests out who have really great things to say so they can hear it before the show even starts. I would really appreciate it. I know Vic would too. Oh, absolutely appreciate that. Just finishing up our show before the show information. Hope everybody's having a great day. I guess everybody's having a great day, except for if you're in Texas. Apparently it's so hot there. That's interesting. We were talking about music, and it looks like a lot of people like classic rock. They listen to Casey. If you're at Casey, hopefully you're listening to Scotty Gherkin. Who's he? I don't know him. Do you know him? I, I never <laughs> heard of him. I never heard of him. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I gotcha. Let's see. Fuck that yeah, guy. it looks like classic rock. <laughs> I'm joking, Scotty. I love you. This is the show before the show. Anybody new dropping in, you know what we do? We just uh, tune in. We have you tune in. We come on just before we start the show so people can see that we're here. I had a friend text me a couple days ago, and she said the show before the show is the best thing she's ever seen in podcasting because nobody ever does that oh. <laughs> like, well then you see the raw weird yeah but we're not talking a lot today i'm just i mean you are which is great i'm trying to finish up get all the other stuff done here pete says looking mm. good papa i guess he's talking about you huh the what pete says looking good papa he's calling oh, you papa poppy. Yeah, Poppy. Poppy, Poppy. Papa. Hey, yep. Papa. How you doing? That's my good friend Pete. Yes. Of Circle 7. Circle 7. Yes, it is. You know, you talk very favorable about that place. Of course. Quite a bit. Yeah. Wenties, Papa. I mean, my boy Pete. Mm-hmm. Pete takes care of me. Uh, Pete bailed me out um, a couple weeks ago. I had to take care of him. I went to get food with my kids. Yeah. And because we were right by there. Yeah. And um, I forgot my card. Oh. <laughs> I forgot my debit card. Oh. I asked if I could please go home. If you could please go home. Because we were so close by. Yeah. And Pete didn't allow me to do that yet. I have an IOU. That's nice. <laughs> that is so nice. What a good guy. He is. I grew up next to Pete Ferretti. It's crazy how life goes sometimes. Grew up next to him as kids. Like he was your neighbor growing up? Yeah, he was my hero. I was That's a kid, awesome. I was a kid on the street that wanted to go play with him. And That's so I was cool. standing with my, like, my old soccer ball wanting to play with the older guys. Isn't that funny how I was just telling my kids the other day that the older you get, <laughs> your childhood friends, if you're still in contact with them, the more important they get. Yeah. You might break away from for a while, but All then... All right. Well, Joe, we're good to go. We'll go ahead and start the show, okay? Thanks, buddy.
Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. Happy Tuesday, June 20th. Glad you're jumping in on the show. Of course, it's Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. As always, we're live Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and all the time at CancelThisShow.com. Uh, Tabitha Hassel on her work assignment with her movie industry career. She'll be back on Thursday. Eric Johnson and PRL playing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame tonight in I'm Cleveland. so excited for him. So <laughs> excited for him. And you know what? Speaking of him, this weekend, if anybody lives in the St. Louis area, he's going to be playing at Frankie's Garden in Cottleville. And so I know I'm getting a group of friends together to go, and that should be a hoot to go harass him. Yep, and that's in the St. Louis area for all yes. of our national listeners as well. Of course, we're St. Louis-based, national topics, news, news headlines, politics, business, society, medical, cancel culture, education, you name it, we cover it. That's what we do every day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time. Facebook user says, yes, I love what you guys do. My friend can listen to us in Vegas. Uh, our listeners from the Detroit area, East Coast time, love it because they're up and running an hour ahead of us already. So they're in the middle of their day. And of course, we love it when you guys get a chance to like, subscribe, share the show, uh, even if it's just putting a little thumb mark in there too, it works well with how the systems work. It produces the content to everybody. It gets out on those algorithms, which we love so well and work well with to make sure as many people get the information that we cover. So we are doing all of that. Glad everybody is jumping in um, Tuesday. Hopefully summer starts tomorrow, believe it or not. That's right. Rocking and rolling already. So by the way, what that means is Tabitha comes back Thursday. Eric is gone. He will be back on Friday. So Lizzie, I'm glad we have you, or I'd be sitting here talking to everybody. I'd be a solo podcaster again. I'm sure they and would just love it. I'm sure they'd be like, there, he can be also, there bringing the news. Uh, we've got intern Chase with us, and of course, Pro Joe, making sure we look and sound as good as we always can, which we do there. Okay, coming up on the show today, uh, in just about 10 minutes or so, I really look, this is something I love that we have this opportunity. Not only do we have Dr. Gilvardi, um, with St. Louis Heart and Vascular, as he's been coming out on Tuesday mornings. Very popular segment, getting people interested with health, medical, the heart. Um, he's going to have on Dr. James McCabe as well from KBP Pharma. He is the Deputy Chief Medical Officer with KBP Biosciences to talk about a drug that they're seeing some successes with. They've got a study, a clinical going on to make sure people can understand how they can benefit from this when it comes to uh, preventing or dealing with dialysis so that people don't get to that point. And of course, when they're working through those situations of hypertension and a lot of people take hypertension drugs, that's for sure. It's a big deal. Was that you, Projo, talking about yourself? You've been on that situation. You've dealt with that. Uh, high blood pressure is a serious thing. And of course, if you can stop it or deal with a better situation, um, you're going to do it. So we'll get into that coming up at 8.15. Coming up at 9.30 as well, uh, Chanel Rion from OAN, super popular guest. It's been a while since we've caught up with Chanel. She's going to break down this Ukraine situation, uh, the ends, the outs from the beginning. How much time has she and OAN put into this, Lizzie? They've been going over this since 2019. So they know the ins and outs of that since that, that long. When is this supposed to, is she supposed to present this in a report at some point for that network? I believe it's this week coming up. Okay. And we're getting a preview of it already? Yes, we're getting a preview. Do her bosses know? Yes, her bosses know. Her bosses know. Her bosses are pretty cool. And I think they are avid listeners to us too. Yeah, um, Fantastic. That is well. We'll get into Chanel coming up at 930 as well. Also today, uh, Donald Trump, like him, hate him, don't care about him, whatever. He spoke to Fox News last night. We'll do that. I don't know why he continues to do interviews. I do because he likes the limelight. But 
um, several Fox hosts, including uh, conservatives, going after Donald for not talking um, about specifics or maybe not presenting himself in a great way last night. Um, but then again, if he's talking and if people think he's putting his foot in his mouth, you've got the other side, Joe Biden, which doesn't talk and people want to hear from him. So good God, it's one of those things that happens. We'll get into that. We'll break that down as well. Also, Elon Musk challenging Joe Biden to present his own tweets. Uh, Joe Biden stumbling at a press conference yesterday, which was sad, stumbling with his mouth this time. Um, not his feet. We'll get into that. Um, another very interesting study um, regarding Americans, and this is through Gallup polling, which is pretty centralized, and that's why I like it. It's not far to the right. It's not far to the left. Regarding how Americans feel towards acceptability from a moral standpoint with gay, lesbian relationships. It's still the majority of Americans that agree it's acceptable, but it's fascinating that last year it dropped and pretty convincingly, does it have anything to do with the transgender push? Does it have anything to do with the marketing of some companies to kids and transgender surgeries for kids? They're all very fascinating topics. Um, not easy to get into, but it's it, it's one of those studies that we'll break down. We'll get into it. Uh, thanks, Democrat Drew, for jumping in, saying that Trump is nothing but a liar. Sherry says that Brett Baer ended his career last night. I'm assuming you're talking about Brett ending his own career. Oh, he was awful. I agree with Sherry. Um, so we'll get into that coming up as well. But first, uh, here's a look at our sponsors, our partners that make all of this possible. And we appreciate you guys doing everything you can to support us. And of course, if you have national uh, contacts, national business partners, relationships that you think would go, uh, let us know. We'll jump in. But first, support our partners if you see something that would work for you. Back with more of the show in just a few minutes. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles, real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands. like Absolutely, does, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job. So make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. Marco, wait, 
What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. Uh, Tab of the Hassle on her movie assignment until Thursday, Eric Johnson. And PRL playing it. Frankie's Park. and Roll Hall of... Well, well, hold on a second. Sorry, sorry You're all excited about your St. Louis bar. I'm talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely. And Cleveland. Eric Johnson um, playing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame tonight. That's pretty cool. Platinum Rock Legends. St. Louis area bass band. And then, of course, when, Lizzie? On Saturday okay. night. Okay, he's all excited because I care about the Rock and Hall of Fame, but I really am, I guess, selfish in this. I care that I get to see them this weekend in the St. Louis area, Cottleville specifically, at Frankie's Garden. So, uh, Eric will be back on Friday. That's Lizzie Sparks, of course. Taking care of all of our live chat on several different platforms this morning, as always. Projo, our engineer, making sure we look and good a sound as we can, and we've got... Intern Chase jumping in today as well. This is cancel this cancel the show.com. Uh, I'm Vic Faust. You can catch us all the time at cancel the show.com and of course live Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central on our website right here as well with several different platforms that are kicking up. Uh, we're going to talk with Dr. Vardy and Dr. James McCabe in just a second, in just a few minutes. But um, first, this whole story about the submersive missing that was taking tourists and one tour guide to the Titanic that disappeared on Sunday, um, disappeared in regards to losing contact. Um, It's one of those stories because now, not only do you have human beings and lives on there that are lost right now, you're talking about 96 hours of oxygen in this submersive is what we've been told. Mm -hmm. And they dove on Sunday. Um, You start to get in that worry area, but you figure, what do you figure in the year 2023 despite the Titanic being at the bottom of the ocean, that there would be other submarines or us being able to launch some sort of finding devices, something that you could drop into the ocean to find them, some sort of sound. Um, Dr. Vardy, did you hear about this story? Have you seen that? Um, We'll get you turned on here in a second. Projo, I brought in Dr. Vardy so we can turn his mic on. Um, What was your, uh, what's your opinion when you see that first of all? And they, they can't find them. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, would you ever would you ever get a, a submersive to go to the bottom of the ocean to see the Titanic? Maybe that gets people excited. It doesn't me. Yeah, some people are. I don't think I'll buy a ticket to that one. Yeah, yeah, I don't want a ticket to that one either. I, I wouldn't mean, go either, doctor. And it's sad. I mean, especially if you're a family member of one of these yes. people. If you're there, um, 
you would have to, I mean, you would think that they do this all the time. You would think so. So that you, you hope and pray that the submersive is fine. It's just a matter of finding it at this time before they lose oxygen. Well, and a friend of mine, he works, or he's retired Coast Guard, and he was saying he's shocked himself that there's not, there wasn't a GPS there, or there wasn't some sort of a device that they can't find them. It, it just seems... They had to have a GPS on that somehow, you'd wouldn't think, they? Well, you'd think, but Once he again, said the they, there's no proof of it. In regards to unless the technology goes down in some capacity, because right, we know... Right, correct. But now you've, I mean, you've even got, um, you got a U.S. congressman saying that we need to launch a nuclear submarine to go down there and find them somehow, some way exactly. before time ends. I mean, there's, there's other mariners out there that have technology that uh, they use that on the ocean floors. I, I just, I'm baffled that we have not been able to find that submersive yet in the last two days. I think it's crazy that we can't find it. And and I've had a listener reach out to me. And of course, we're always, you know, thinking what is really the government doing and is wondering, do they maybe not want people paying money to be around the Titanic and they just want it left alone? So they're not going to find these people until we all forget about it. Um, I love our viewers and our listeners who watch the show live. Jay says nuclear subs can't dive that deep. I did not know that. I'm assuming that you have some sort of knowledge of the waters when that happens. Um, Donna says, why did they go down there anyway? Well, the reason they went down there is it's a tourist attraction. So you have something like the Titanic sitting there. They have the technology to take you there. That's what they're doing. They're Obviously, they're taking people down there. And then when you start to talk about uh, some of the people, I'm assuming it would have to be expensive to do this. But you also have, um, you have some people that are not your everyday Joes like us when it, I mean, you've got a, Correct. I believe it's a, a Saudi prince on there. Yes. There, there's a French expert of some sort of, um, I'm looking at, at wreckage. I mean, you've got some people on that, but there's one, a tour guide and then four people who signed up, they paid to go on that, to go watch. I mean, I guess the other way would be going on SpaceX. Co you know, correct. Like it was that. very expensive. With Elon Musk getting up in that that part of the country is, or that part of the world as well. So anyway, uh, we're going to continue to follow that story. It just, we don't, it's something that we have not heard about. And of course, you know, you think about thoughts and prayers with those people who are on that submersive, where they may be right now. I, you know, we have no idea. And of course, the family and friends of those people um, literally sitting on pins, is need, pins and needles as the time uh, ticks away, the amount of oxygen you would assume, I guess that's what, maybe another day and a half, two days? For sure, that I would think. Uh, but we'll get into that. Uh, Chanel Rian from OAN, One American News Network, coming up at 930. But first, we bring in our popular weekly guest, of course, Dr. Gil Vardy. Um, we appreciate him coming in to Studio St. Louis Heart and Vascular. Dr. Vardy, how's your week been, my friend? Uh, very nice week. Uh, enjoy the weather. So, a good week. Yeah, can't complain yeah. with that. That's for sure. I didn't want to, we didn't have a, a very positive story to jump in before we got right. you today. Unfortunately. But you're our very positive guest. Uh, you're a very popular guest as well. <laughs> uh, you know what? The last two weeks we've had you in, your segments have been super popular as we've popped them out. Uh, people jumping in, learning, listening, what's going on. And when we talked about a segment for today, um, you said, hey, there's this study going on, a clinical, that could help a lot of people who are dealing with hypertension, high blood pressure. And of course, uh, I think we all know somebody, unfortunately, that's dealing with one of these situations. What's going on with this study? And then when you tell us about what we're talking about, uh, please introduce our other guest today, uh, Dr. James McCabe. Absolutely. So 
in the past two weeks, we talked you know, about the heart, about heart valves, etc. We also talked how the brain affects the heart. So it's all connected. And today I would like to speak about a very important cardiovascular condition that affects multiple systems, but in particular affects the kidneys. And this condition is called hypertension. It's very, very common. Almost everybody has hypertension. Hypertension is defined as a cardiovascular condition. But unfortunately, the hypertension is damaging multiple areas in our body, the brain, the heart, but in particular, the kidneys. So if hypertension goes untreated for a long period of time, the kidneys slowly, slowly get damaged to the point that people may end up losing their kidneys and end up on dialysis, which is really, really devastating, and we should prevent it uh, by all means. Uh, we are involved in a clinical trial of a new, uh, newly discovered drug that is a drug for hypertension, but also for kidney preservation. So hopefully by taking this drug, hypertensive patients who already have injury to the kidney will slow down or even halt the damage to the kidney. And on, on this one, I'm very excited to tell everybody that the study is ongoing in multiple locations, including right here in St. Louis. So this is a clinical trial that people can join right here in St. Louis if they are appropriate candidates. And I'm happy to introduce Dr. McCabe, who is the chief medical officer. And he's going to be joining us in just a second. And we've also got Dr. Julia Lang with us as well this morning. And we have Dr. Yang with us as well, who is, I believe, the chief operating uh, officer of the company. And this is the company that developed the drug and is sponsoring the study. And before we get into the questions and breaking down the actual drug, the study, and those sorts of things, we're also going to let people know that we're running a phone number at the bottom of the screen for our live viewers and for our listeners of the podcast later in the day. Uh, we'll give that phone number, of course. This is a phone number that you can call to join up and jump in to this clinical, this study, because I've already seen, heck, we've already had two or three people jump on our comment line and say uh, they're excited to hear about this. It would help them. Um, so as we wait for Dr. McCabe to join us, we do have Dr. Yang with us. So Dr. Vardy, I'll let you take it from here and see where you want to start with this. Sure, absolutely. Perhaps I will ask Dr. Yang to tell us a little bit about the history of the discovery of this drug so people can have a little bit of a background and then we can jump more to the practicalities of the clinical trial. So Dr. Young, can you tell us about a little bit about how the study was the drug was discovered and, and uh, the, the road that it had to go through to get to where it is today? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much for uh, Dr. Verdi and Vic for inviting uh, myself and Dr. McKay to this podcast. Uh, I'm Julia Yang, Chief Operating Officer at KPP Bioscience, physician by training with 25 years experience developing the innovative med new medication, including new cardiovascular drug. I used to work with Dr. Gil Vardy. Anyway, to start, uh, we first wanted to briefly introduce KPP Bioscience. Uh, and this is the company that established in 2011 with headquarters in Princeton, New Jersey. Uh, and KBB has been a pioneer who has committed in developing innovative drug in cardiovascular and renal disease. Our leading drug candidate is an exciting uh, new medication uh, called uh, non-stortal uh, non-stortal mineral corticoid receptor antagonist, or MRA, called Osidoran. So according to our field expert, this new uh, MRA drug can be a game changer for uncontrolled hypertension in late stage chronic kidney disease patients, where very limited viable treatment options are available for these patients. 
and as Dr. Vardy mentioned, uh, hypertension without uh, control means not control at the goal, means blood pressure, systolic blood pressure at 140 to 179. And late stage uh, chronic kidney disease basically have an EGFR range of 15 to 44. That are the type of, type of the patient we're looking for. And specifically for uncontrolled hypertension, basically patient blood pressure are not under controlled. These patients, as Dr. Vardy said, would have a very high risk uh, of the stroke, heart attack, dialysis, and kidney transplant. So, so far, Ocidoron, our new medication uh, drug candidate, we have already completed 20 preclinical study and nine clinical study, including successful phase 2B block CKD study, where we demonstrate Ocidoron uh, show 60 millimeter blood pressure reduction versus the baseline when add on to the standard care of antihypertensive drug compared to the standard care. Basically, Ocidoron shows 60 millimeter per mercury blood pressure reduction when add on to the other antihypertensive drug a patient are taking that's not getting the blood pressure under control. So basically, we know that based on the literature, uh, uh, every 10 millimeter per mercury reduction in systolic blood pressure can translate to uh, reduction in the death rate from uh, stroke by 50 to 60 percent and re reduce the death rate from the uh, coronary artery disease by 40 to 50 percent. So 16 percent millimeter per mercury blood pressure reduction is clearly represent high clinical significance. Uh, anyway, as we mentioned, the clinical development of Ocidoron has moved into the final stage of global phase three study, which is called Clarence CKD study. And that's a study we have been working with uh, Dr. Girovardi and, and also around the world. Uh, currently, the study is being conducted in 23 countries in approximately 200 uh, clinical research center, uh, targeting 600 patients uh, enrolled globally. And we are very excited to work with these 200 clinical research sites, uh, including Dr. Vardy, on the journey of finding viable treatment for uncontrolled hypertension in late-stage chronic kidney disease patients, where we believe Ocidoran, a new non-stortal MRA, could potentially fulfill this unmet medical need globally. And we are actually very close to finish our enrollment of 600 patients uh, by September this year. So uh, next, I would like to introduce uh, Dr. McKay, who's our deputy CMO at KPB, to introduce more about Clarence CKD study and Osidora. Dr. McKay, we welcome you in to cancel this. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm James McCabe. I'm a nephrologist, a kidney specialist based in North Carolina. And working with Dr. Vardy on this study, um, it, it's been an exciting road for me as a clinician uh, for the past 25 years, uh, trying to help patients with chronic kidney disease. Some patients may not know what chronic kidney disease really uh, represents. It's any damage to your kidney over the past three months represents chronic kidney disease. The number one cause going out there right now is diabetes. Um, patients with diabetes and sugar problems. 
The second most common is high blood pressure. And so the development of drugs, um, we've done much better in the years past to try to develop drugs for high blood pressure. And many um, physicians try different medications. Lifestyle changes is always first. And I agree with one of the comments that showed up is that we want to stay away from pills if we can. But ultimately, as the kidney progresses with damage from diabetes, high blood pressure, or other causes, um, lifestyle changes just doesn't get the job done. Uh, and what's really, really interesting is that one out of seven Americans have chronic kidney disease. And wow. if you go into the population of patients between the ages of 65 and 74, one out of four females and one out of five males will have chronic kidney disease and may not know it. So all that I can ask your listeners to do, number one, is ask your doctor, how are my kidneys doing? How's my blood pressure and how are my kidneys doing? Have a blood test, have a urine test, and have your blood pressure checked. That will determine if you have kidney problems. And although we've made considerable progress, the problem is, is that if you don't control blood pressure and bring the blood pressure to a normal level, the kidneys progress and we end up having to go on kidney machines called dialysis, or mm -hmm. you have to go on and get a kidney transplant. It's, it's quite uh, amazing how fast the kidney can progress if you're not controlling blood pressure. So I believe it's very, very important to know how are, how are my kidneys doing overall. And although there's been a lot of progress, one area that I became uh, involved with, with the previous study uh, with this company, with KBP, was trying to bring new drugs to my patients. Um, I would try many, many drugs and nothing would really get their blood pressure to the goal that I needed. And so developing new drugs has become very, very important. Uh, there's a hormone made by your body called aldosterone. Aldosterone comes from a gland that sits on top of the kidney called the adrenal gland. This gets overproduced when you have kidney problems or you have any problems that are related to, to, to other organs within your body, heart problems. And this is one that Dr. Gill Vardy knows very well is about heart failure and heart problems. The aldosterone level, the hormone level goes up very high. And what aldosterone does is it holds on to salt and, and sodium in your body leads to high blood pressure. And so this adrenal gland and ultimately your kidney regulates this hormone. And so what has now been developed is a new drug, really a new class of drugs that block this receptor without having the side effects that we worry about with some of the other drugs that are available. So if we can bring a new drug that, that helps patients and reduce blood pressure, which has now been shown to be really the, the best effective method um, that's out there based on the previous study and finish this last study, realizing that drug development takes a long time. This drug has been in development with 20 preclinical studies, nine clinical studies. This is the last step before the drug gets approved. So being involved with a study is very, very important uh, to get the last step out to, to demonstrate safety, but also to demonstrate how effective it is and how it works well. So we're seeing a great blood pressure reduction. We're seeing a great um, safety profile. And, and with this being the final stages, it's very likely um, and predictable that this will be uh, accepted and approved. It's not yet available uh, on the market, so it's through a clinical trial. A lot of patients may ask, why should I get involved with a clinical trial, like working with Dr. Vardy or, or with, a, with any clinical trial? It's, we don't have a cure for these diseases. We need to find a cure for these diseases. And just like lung cancer or any other, any other serious life-threatening problem, which kidney disease is, 
we need to find uh, drugs that are going to improve uh, the outcome so that patients don't end up on dialysis or kidney transplant. So if we can lower blood pressure, reduce protein leaking from the kidney due to damage, we'll see better outcomes from the kidneys and ultimately not need to get on dialysis or kidney transplant. So this is very, very important for patients to understand. There, there was a call at the American Society of Nephrology this year that 30% of patients that have chronic kidney disease should be in a clinical trial. Wow. The, the cancer patients out there are doing much better because they're getting into clinical trials to, to cure cancer. And you can see a lot of cancers now being cured because of this method of getting patients into clinical trials. You know, we, we all try, doctors and, and, and staff help to reduce blood pressure by talking about lifestyle changes, exercise, low sodium diet, trying to watch your diet, uh, your sleep, your habits. But, but ultimately, when the kidney gets into damage, it, it just doesn't respond to lifestyle changes and you need medications. But we need medications that are going to really do the job. And, and a lot of times patients are on two or three blood pressure medicines and still aren't getting to where they, they should be. So again, I think it's important for patients to think about this study. If you have high blood pressure and you have kidney disease that your doctor has told you about, and if you don't know whether you have kidney disease or not, it's good on your usual checkup with your doctor to ask, how are my kidneys? How's my blood pressure? How's my kidney function? But if your blood pressure is not being controlled and you're on multiple medicines, this would be an ideal study to get involved with uh, to really improve your blood pressure um, and, and slow down potentially kidney progression and ultimately slow down the progress to kidney failure. Talking with Dr. James McCabe. He is the Deputy Chief Medical Officer with KBP Biosciences. Uh, we want to remind people, if you're watching the live uh, feed of this right now. We've got two phone numbers for you scrolling at the bottom of your screen. One is if you're in the St. Louis area, and then there's a second number if you're outside of the St. Louis metro area. You can call those numbers to sign up to learn more information about this clinical. And as if this clinical wasn't enough to give you an opportunity to improve your life, you're working with one of the top cardiovascular surgeons in the country, and he's right in the backyard of St. Louis. Dr. Vardy, when you hear uh, Dr. McCabe and Dr. Yang speak about what this could do, uh, what, what, what comes to mind? What kind of feelings do you have in regards to what this could do for people? This is really exciting because until now, we've been treating blood pressure, hypertension with many, many medicines over the years. And none of them other than the general improvement of blood pressure had a specific promise on slowing down kidney disease. And here we have a drug that has a specific promise to not only control the blood pressure, but to, to help the kidneys. And I'd like to make a couple of comments. First of all, to find out if you're a candidate is very easy. All you need to know is if you have hypertension and if you have kidney damage. And to find out about the kidney damage, it's the most basic blood test. So the most basic blood test, what is called metabolic panel, what, what your doctor does on your yearly checkup, or what the ear will do in every simple ear visit, the most basic blood test will give you the answer if your kidneys are already in risk. So please, please, if you are hypertensive, have this blood test done. I also saw one of the comments from the listeners asking about cost and coverage. So I want to let you know, since it's a clinical trial, there's no charge to the patient or to the insurance. It's all covered by the study sponsor. So all the visits, the testing, and the medication is covered by the sponsor provided to the patient completely cost-free. Yeah, you never know what kind of questions you're going to get from somebody and if it matters or not. Do we know who the manufacturer on the drug is by chance, uh, Dr. Yang or Dr. McCabe? That's KPP Bioscience. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're the developer and manufacturer, yes. 
Um, when it comes to the study, you said that you're close. It was 600 person study. Is that right, Dr. Yang? Correct. So we're close to uh, get our goal. Um, we're yeah. <laughs> okay, I was gonna so we're going to finish our uh, study, like a patient enrollment by September. So if you're interested in the study, call us as soon as possible. The study will be closed out uh, in terms of getting more patient in uh, by September. And I did have one more question from a viewer that I did see for any of our three doctors who are with us right now. Uh, side effects, possible side effects of high blood pressure meds. Um, it. it how does this affect the kidneys? Is it impossible? Yeah, so that's one of the great benefits of this drug and why I got involved in the clinical trial earlier uh, is that um, these types of drugs, uh, there is a class of drug called uh, called minocortical receptor antagonist. That means they block the receptor. If you think about it, when, when sodium comes down to the kidney, the kidney can hold on to it uh, and that can lead to high blood pressure. This, this uh, drug blocks the, 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 the sodium from coming into your body but in turns, it can hold on to potassium. The benefit of this drug is that when you develop progressive kidney failure, many of these drugs can't be used because of high potassium developing. This drug, though, only 7% of it sticks in the kidney, about 80% mm -hmm. sticks in the GI tract, so that the most of the drug is not going to the site where potassium is, uh, is regulated. 90% of your potassium is regulated by your kidney. So by having a drug that, that hits the receptor and blocks aldosterone but doesn't cause high potassium is a game changer for this event. The other important thing is that many of these drugs have off side effects, meaning hormonal side effects. This drug does not hit hormonal, um, what they call the androgen side effects. So we don't see hair growth, we don't see breast pain, we don't see other problems that have been in this group of drugs. And so we have a very, very clean drug. Um, you know, the, the most important side effect is your blood pressure may get too low. And so you have to back off on the other medications because many patients are on three or four blood pressure medicines trying to control their blood pressure. So I actually see this as a benefit is that you, you potentially could be on less medications, but not have the side effects that other medications have. So it doesn't have a direct effect on heart rates. It doesn't cause the fatigue and other drugs that can really make patients not like their medications. It's had a very, very clean, safe profile. So from a safety standpoint, the FDA has seen this to be a very um, positive effect. And you re realize that every one of these studies has to go in front of the, uh, the FDA to review. So we've had 29 studies now reviewed by the, by the FDA. And within that review process, they see this as an unmet need that there is a drug that is safe and that also uh, is very, very effective in lowering blood pressure. Just think about it for a moment. If you can lower your blood pressure by 10 points, just 10 points, you're going to reduce your risk of a heart attack or stroke almost by 50%. Wow. So this, this drug found a 16 millimeter reduction in blood pressure. So again, um, you know, I do believe that we are masking the underlying problem, as somebody said. The problem is that diabetes and high blood pressure lead to chronic kidney disease. So if we find a cure for diabetes or find a cure for hypertension, that's wonderful. You, you could cure these patients. But unfortunately, every day I would see more and more patients coming into practice because of the problems associated with diabetes. It's a, just a, it's an epidemic going on in the United States right now. Dr. McCabe, I appreciate you addressing those questions because you never know what you're going to get in this day and age. People think this, they think that. So thank you for attacking those questions directly. Uh, another question I'd like to ask you real quick before you guys get out of here. Um, Donna wanted to know, do you guys with this uh, study this clinical um, any of you three no do you do blood work and thyroid and liver function absolutely so most clinical trials have comprehensive blood testing including this one 
so the answer is yes. Okay. We will have very comprehensive blood testing uh, to, to look at all the different parameters. Uh, anything that you guys want to add before we let you go today? Yeah, I just wanted to, to, thank, to thank you, Vic, and to thank KBP, because I think this is a great opportunity. It's really exciting that finally we have something that potentially can change the course of the disease. Well, it sounds revolutionary, that's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So well, I would encourage well, any, yeah, one, one, one thing I would add, just we, we do not have money to continue us. to take take care of chronic kidney disease. One out of five dollars by the by Medicare are being spent for chronic kidney disease. Oh my gosh. We spend more money taking care of chronic kidney disease than we do educating our children. So what I can say is that we have to find drugs to slow this down. We can't keep putting patients on dialysis and getting kidney transplants because we're not treating blood pressure. We have to treat your blood pressure so that those events do not occur. We spent $137 billion and $37, 38000000000 billion were just spent on dialysis last year. We can't keep putting money into the Medicare system to pay for this. We have to slow down the disease process. We don't have a cure yet, but but doing more clinical research like what Dr. Vardy is doing, bringing the cutting edge drugs to, to St. Louis and to your area, this is what really needs to take place for us to expand and to grow and eventually hopefully have a cure for these diseases to prevent this from happening. So again, I think you know people like Dr. Vardy who are at the cutting edge of bringing the best medicines, this medicine will be out in the general public probably within the next few years. But he's bringing a cutting-edge medicine that's even before that time that is now probably representing the best therapy uh, that's available in the world right now. Yeah, I've always felt that be as healthy as you possibly can, make the best decisions that you can, and do it with medicine that's out there as well, and medicine that's been developed the right way and approved. Uh, Dr. James McCabe, uh, the Deputy Chief Medical Officer with KBP Biosciences, thank you so much for your time. Dr. Julie Liang, thank you so much. Learned a lot this morning. Uh, we'll continue to keep in contact with everything that's going on with this clinical, uh, along with Dr. Vardy. And of course, we want to remind people, look at the bottom of your screen. If you are watching right now, 314-741-0911, if you're in the St. Louis metropolitan area, to learn more about that clinical study. And also, if you're outside of the St. Louis metropolitan area, you can call 609-874-0416. That's 609-874-0416. Doctors, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. Well, and Dr. Vardy, today you gave up uh, the time for this study with our other docs. Um, yeah, you're always a popular guest here in the St. Louis metropolitan area. <laughs> we'll catch back up with you next week as well. And of course, we'll learn more about the study that's going on. All right. Thank you very much. All right, Dr. Dr. Gilvardi with St. Louis uh, Heart and Vascular. Uh, it is a very interesting topic because obviously we all want things to be healed. We want things to be taken care of very quickly. And um, sometimes you get to a point where you've done everything you, you've got to do what you got to do yes absolutely. and um there's and if we all know about life if you don't have hope for something my gosh uh that could be a a very bad way to live life and it sounds like this is an opportunity for hope so absolutely uh dr vardy we'll catch up with you next week okay my thank friend thank you very much see you guys next week all right thank bye -bye. you doctors bye -bye. and um i think everybody knows somebody who's been a uh you know affected yeah, by this sure. sort of uh situation but i had no idea one out of five dollars spent treating this right I now? I had no idea. More money spent on this than educating our kids? That's crazy. Um, That's crazy. And it gets to the whole situation. I saw a couple of the comments as well. Yes, you have to drink more water. Yes, it's good to, to drink less alcohol. 
number one that I've studied in all of this is I've gotten more serious about my health is sugar. You've got to stay away from We've sugar. We've got to stop sugar. Somehow, Sodas, some way, sugar sugars. is in everything yes. and, uh, and, and it attacks us all. Uh, unfortunately, if you have too much of it, that's for sure. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Anthony says hides beer slowly. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, I love Anthony. This is cancel this, cancel this show.com. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks alongside today, also running our live chats. Uh, Tabitha, our good friend, lovely esteemed co host, she is working her movie job through tomorrow. She'll be back Thursday. Eric, is with PRL tonight playing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Platinum Rock Legends. The loss, he'll be back uh, on the show Friday and, of course, playing uh, this Saturday as well. Uh, Pam says garlic people. Man, that garlic is so interesting to me. I've heard. Yes, I've and, heard that too. Well, I've heard great studies about garlic, and I've also heard people allege that garlic is not what you want. That's just because it gives you bad breath. And I wasn't talking about the bad breath here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, um, it is one of those interesting studies and, you know, people can go after and say, oh, bad pharma. And I've done that as wonder, but once again, I've always felt there's a balance, a balance with being healthy, yes. a balance with medicine. And if you're already in a bad state, as we just heard doctor talk about a lot of times, you know what? There's not a lot you can do. Correct. And you can take that medicine, whether it's this that they were talking about, but then once your health gets better, they can wean you back off. Yeah, they can. And we appreciate uh, Dr. Yang, uh, Dr. McCabe, and Dr. Vardy for joining us this morning. All right, coming up at 930, uh, we're going to get down and dirty on the Ukraine situation. Chanel Rian from OAN, One American News Network, joining us. We are honored to have her back on the show as she talks about, what, like a three, four-year deep dive yes. investigation that they have been doing, that the network work has been doing with Ukraine. What has gone on? Where has money gone? What is really going on behind the scenes? Why does this, quote, war continue to go on? Um, why has Zelensky, their leader, their president, uh, not really been about peace when we have continued to give almost, what, over a trillion dollars to Ukraine and not just the United States, but other countries as well? So we'll do a deep dive. We'll break that down coming up at nine o'clock as well. Um, Donald Trump spoke with Fox News last night. Nobody at Fox News thought he did a good job. Of course, Democrats are never going to feel that he does a good job. Um, but I didn't know. I mean, he continues to speak. He continues to go out. If I'm Donald Trump, I'm not trying to address this indictment situation unless he feels 100% that he's innocent, which he does. Um, he was asked by Brett Baer some very pointed, direct questions. I like the fact that he went on. Because we don't see that with the current president. Correct. Do I feel Donald Trump helped himself last night? No, I don't. I don't think he did. Um, because he certainly wasn't treated in a friendly manner by Fox News. Yet we don't see Joe Biden speaking to anybody. And when he does, there's a problem. Um, just check out this little excerpt. And if you want to watch the whole 20 minutes, you can go to Fox. You can watch it. We just wanted to touch upon it. But Donald Trump addressing uh, one portion of his indictment situation from last night with Brett Baer. And by the way, Jerry says, who watches Fox News anymore anyway? Less and less uh, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Here's Donald Trump from last night uh, with his uh, a portion of his interview with Brett Baer. The only way Nara could ever get this stuff this back would be please 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 could we have it back and they please, asked for that. because they have no we they were did talking. ask for it no and they said can you give the documents back and we were talking and then they said they went to doj to subpoena you to get them which back. they've never done before right and, and but why not just hand them over then because i had 
boxes. I want to go through the boxes and get all my personal things out. I don't want to hand that over to Nara yet. And I was very busy, as you've sort of seen. Yeah, but according to the indictment, you then tell this aide to move to other locations after telling your lawyers to say you'd fully complied with the subpoena when you hadn't. But before I send boxes over, I have to take all of my things out. These boxes were interspersed with all sorts of things. The only way Nara... All right, that was Brett Baer talking with Donald Trump last night. This back. I'm just... I mean, I don't think that that's a gotcha kind of moment. Donald Trump knows he's got a lot of explaining to do. For whatever reason, um, Republicans, uh, you can call them rhinos, you can call them uniparty, whatever. Uh, Even Mike Pence, who's now a competitor, has gone on and kind of ripped him and said they're very concerned. Even Tim Scott said that they're very concerned. Like, all of these Republicans well, of course have come they out did, and said that they're very concerned. I didn't think that it... I didn't think he could win anything last night, but again, it, he's there, but I don't think he helped himself. Well, the reason why he didn't help himself is look who he interviewed with. Um, bo- both him and then a commentator afterwards, Hume, have never liked him. So I, I do... I, I why don't, do you think that Hume has never liked him? Because he's a never Trumper. Okay, he, he, he's just he's just. I know that that's a popular opinion out there, but I've never really seen hardcore evidence where he doesn't like Donald Trump. And as a broadcaster, he shouldn't. He should be down the middle. Well, he says very snarky comments. Like even after that, he made comments about even how he looked, like his physical appearance. And I don't okay. think he would have done that to someone else. No, I get it. And I, that's but, how he's always. So doing. it's another portion of what's going on. Donald Trump doing that, but once again. Um, I don't necessarily love all the answers from last night. I did watch the the 20 minutes. Um, I did too. And I, I, th- I thought it was, when he's not talking about indictments, I thought he was fantastic. The indictment stuff, I didn't know if he could win anything from that standpoint. So with that being said, at least he's freaking talking. Agree. And he's making clear, conscious sentences and he knows what year it is. On the other hand, Joe Biden... Uh, out at a presser, and Pro Joe will run this comment for you. Um, Joe Biden, we joke about it at certain times, and we're just trying to be fair. Um, we know that there are many times where he's stumbling, where he doesn't know what day it is, where he doesn't know which way to walk, when he doesn't know who is there, and he's handshaking somebody who isn't there. And, you know, some people laugh, some people think it's sad. But my God, he doesn't even know what year it is right now. This is Joe Biden speaking about what he's going to get done by the year 2020. Is it 2023? Is it 2023? It's 2023. Okay. Today here's, it is. Here's our president. Most important, I've committed that by 2020, we will have conserved 30% of all the lands and waters the United States has jurisdiction over and simultaneously reduce emissions to blunt climate impact. And maybe... All right, now, get a load of this. The guy is an idiot. I mean, he's just an (laughs) idiot. And that's the thing that the news don't even point out. Yes, I I admit I like Donald Trump. However, even if I didn't, I I have eyes and and I'm a smart person. And, And Donald Trump gets on there, says things, whether you like him or not. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. Okay, so he looks older and they think he has orange hair. That dude right there can't get the year right. He can't walk. He slobbers. He eats ice cream and he's drooling. He's disgusting. And the news doesn't say anything about him well they're not going to right now i don't call him an idiot i do do. i've I've gotten to the point where i feel sorry um for all of the stuff that's been put upon him i mean you have 
high profile Democrats who don't want Joe Biden to run again, who are worried about his age. And we continue to see situations like this on a daily basis. Um, he's running the country. Uh, no, he's imagine not. if we had he's Dr. Not. Vardy and Dr. McCabe and Dr. Yang on and they're getting ready to help you with something and they don't know what year it is. Right. Um, Would you go to them? Yeah. It, no. It's that, I mean, put things in that perspective. Um, unlike the president right now, um, those three doctors are extremely good with what they're doing and extremely intelligent and they have a wherewithal to do what they're doing. When you see what's happening in administration, it's very interesting because then you also have the White House press secretary who has been, I, I've always said that she has the most difficult job in the world and that's going out front and center with reporters and even the reporters from the mainstream media, which uh, I really have had a problem with for many years, not telling the full side of the story and letting Americans decide for themselves, having all the information to make up their own minds. Um, very concerned when you have your White House press secretary who comes out and makes statements like the one that she did yesterday. Take a look at this quote that KGP said, in regards to everything that you have seen and that we have shown you what is going on with our administration, she's actually, just stay away from it. Don't say anything. As my dad told me, or I can't remember who that was a long time ago, it's better for people to wonder if you're unintelligent than to open your mouth and, Very, prove, the, mm -hmm. and prove them right. <laughs> that is such a good statement. White House Press Secretary, insert foot in mouth. Quote, this is a historic administration. I'm an historic figure. And I certainly walk in history every day. But, and of course she's referring to being black, African-American, and gay. So she's drawing attention to herself from that standpoint. Not the job, but her personal choice. But this is also a, quote, history-making administration because of this president. Okay, you know what? Maybe I mistook that. Maybe she's calling him out in a negative way. I wondered that, too. <laughs> this Maybe is she a history-making administration because of this president. What is she talking about? A history-making administration because of the president. Well, she is right. You know, she is right because we've never had a president that keeps falling up the stairs, tumbling down. Okay, maybe that's what she meant. I, I mean, I don't know that that's what she meant. Or maybe it's historic because she knows she has to lie day in and day out for him. I know. I just, I, I hated to hear her say that in regards to, I mean, let's, once again, we need to focus on the quality of the person doing the job. What is the job? Not the color. Correct. Not the sex, not the uh, sexual or identification, mm -hmm. the orientation, um, what you perceive. Do, do the job. Well, and that is historic, is that this president, that's how he's hiring or his people is hiring, not based on content, not based on the, the ability to do their work. Look at Booty Judge or Booty Butt, whatever his name is. Yeah. He can't do Pete that Buttigieg. job. It's just because he has sex secretary. with a man is why he got hired. Well, I mean, they came after, I mean, the, he certainly wasn't qualified for the job if you went down, but maybe, uh, you know, Biden said he was coming in to make this a, a historical administration. Well, he did. And maybe that's what they're referring to. But once again, I just ask Americans, is life better? Are there more good things going on in this country now than there were three years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago? Um, you guys make that decision. I, I don't find it that way. And I... 
I start a lot of it from our financial and our yeah. safety and what's happening right now. And no, I don't see that uh, coming through right now. Jeannie says she comes across as mean. No personality and unprofessional. Right. I see you're trying right. to be professional. That There were times where Circle Back Lady, um, who had the job before her, um, w- was not very kind. Uh, it- it's very, very difficult. Um, the re- yeah, the red-haired lady might not, whatever her name is, she might not have been as kind, but this one is so condescending because she rolls her eyes at everybody and dismisses them, and I think that's just as rude. Yeah, but the, Democratic, the Democrats and the media that may not lean right are for the first time that I can see actually going after KJP and going after Biden. That's good. Because so much has gone on. I mean, so, and I repeat, so much has gone on. Once again, this is Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I wanted to take a point to remind everybody, hey, continue to like and subscribe and share our show on all the platforms that you possibly can at CancelTheShow.com just by giving a little thumbs up, a hi, great show. It helps uh, get us out to even more people all across all of our platforms which we do from a live standpoint, 8 to 10, Monday through Friday, uh, Central Time, and all the time on CancelThisShow.com. You can go back in. You can look up those uh, episodes that we have. You can share them. And of course, you can do that as well on our audio podcast. You can send it to a link to somebody who knows. And of course, that helps us on all those platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, uh, CloudHub, Twitter, Twitch, you name it. And then of course, on the audio platforms as well that people listen to us at, uh, all the usual suspects, Apple, Spotify, um, Google. I mean, heck, there's more on there. You just go to canceltheshow.com. You can check all of that stuff out. By the way, just giving people a reminder, Tabitha's back Thursday. Eric's back Friday. Uh, Lizzie's in studio taking care of everything and co-hosting, doing a terrific job. We appreciate you being here, Lizzie and Projo, along with um, intern Chase. So we got that going on. All right, coming up at 930, uh, Chanel Rion from OAN, One American News Network, is going to break down four years of investigation on Ukraine. Uh, you're not going to find any more information that's more in-depth when it comes to what's actually happening with UK, Ukraine, Russia, the United States' involvement. Um, we're grateful. This is going to be uh, a preview of what OAN is going to be doing and a lot of the deep dive work that they've been doing in trying to find out and uncover what we don't always find out in national media and international media. So we've got Chanel coming up at 930. When we come back, uh, more topics to get into. One, I, I just find this very, very interesting. Uh, Gallup polling on Americans and how they feel regarding acceptance of gay and lesbian relationships as being moral. Uh, it's still an overwhelming amount of Americans that believe, yes, gay and rela- gay and lesbian relationships are moral, but it dropped significantly in just one year. We'll come back with that polling. Anything else that we're missed, you guys jump in. You let us know. We'll get to that as well. It's canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Projo, and intern Chase. Back with more canceltheshow.com right after this. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value. Nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus get free financing, delivery and in-home design. Carroll House because you like nice things. Marco, wait. 
What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or Find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back into CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks. Uh, Pro Joe running the boards and intern Chase in as well. Um, we've got news coming out. Um, latest on Hunter Biden. Um, I guess he is now uh, pled guilty. He agrees to plead guilty. Now this is... Okay. He's agreed to plead guilty in a federal tax gun case. So... He's going to plead guilty as part of a plea deal as the House GOP Oversight Committee, led by Representative Comer's intensifying its own probes of the Biden family. The Biden Crime Syndicate, as many people call it now. Uh, Hunter Biden has agreed to this. I mean, this case has gone on for years. I mean, it's been a years-long investigation into his tax affairs. Um, of course, we've seen all the pictures with him and prostitutes and crack pipes and guns and everything else that's been going on. And then, of course, we have been told over the last month there are documents and even recordings of the Biden crime syndicate accepting 
maybe as much as $30 million, $5 million a piece for different people from that standpoint um, with all those things that are going on. So um, we see that happening. And um, let's see here. We've got the Biden uh, situation that's coming on as well. So um, Lizzie, you're, you started to hear from listeners as well, right? Yes, Regarding. Yes. Yes, listeners were saying exactly what you said, and they're hearing that he's not going to get any jail time, but it's it's starting to roll in more and more, and some of our listeners care about this, and some of it, think it they think it's a nothing burger. Interesting. Um, I'm, I'm trying to go through our, t- our tweets here. Um, if you can you read any of the comments while I look something up really Absolutely. quick, Lizzie, from that standpoint? Yes, some of the people are saying that it's just as like Jay is saying, it's just a slap on the wrist to make a fake show of equal justice. Someone else has said that, of course, they're using the word gun in there because they might want to use it for gun control. Some are saying it's, um, as I said before, a nothing burger so that they can divert to something else. And this is all planned so Mm -hmm. that nothing happens to him. And at the same time, it's the shiny object for something they're hiding somewhere else. And that's what the majority of our listeners are saying about this and some people find they hope that he goes to jail for a long time but we know nothing is going to happen to him well we want to get to that before we bring on renewal by anderson we're going to bring um the, them back into the show here chanel rian will be on at 9 30 but we did have that uh uh, breaking news that came through. Amy says it's a joke. It Good morning, joke, everybody. Um, but once again, you just never know. I mean, there's people who talk about the deep state protecting them. Um, Biden even said nobody messes with the Bidens at one point in time. Um, it is something where people are getting interested to see what they can possibly do, what's going to happen. I think we all know nothing was going to happen with Hunter now. And Correct. maybe he's doing this now to try to eliminate the situation that we have that's going on. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll continue to cover it. There's a lot going on, not only from the standpoint of where that race is happening, but also from the standpoint of, um, you know, what's happening with Trump as well. So, um, you know, we're going to continue to follow that situation uh, and do our best that we possibly can with that. All right. Um, the new polling with Gallup um, that we were going to get to, we'll get to it in just a second. But first, um, we, we talked about that, how Americans feel when it comes to gay and lesbian relationships. But um, what we were first going to talk about, too, we're going to check back in. Uh, there's Lizzie. Um, from the standpoint, um, we're going to bring Renewal by Anderson um, back into studio in just a moment. Um, we've had people get excited about Renewal. We've had people talk about, oh, yeah, so we're going to get our windows done. Um, we're going to add value to our home. There's no better company, uh, not only in the St. Louis area, but they have their affiliates across the country as well. So we're going to bring them in here in a second. Projo is going to be getting them in for us. Um, so we're taking the situation with the Hunter Biden stuff serious, but um, he's never going to see prison. I think we know that. Um, the tweet that I just found, and I was trying to catch up on on it. That's what I was getting to, to explain what's actually happened with this whole situation. And I do find it fascinating is that um, Alec, Th- Alex Thompson, somebody who we, um, who I follow too, said, quote, Hunter Biden is being charged with a gun felony and two tax misdemeanors. Now he's pleading guilty to the tax offenses and entering into a pre-trial diversion agreement on illegally possessing a gun while addicted to a controlled substance so that's actual what what's happening with that however there's a second part to this which will be interesting to see if anything follows up because the department of justice and the situation is violating its own internal policies on the case the ashcroft memo 
requires that they charge the highest provable offense and seek consistent sentences with other cases brought by the DOJ. That's not happening in this case. Um, the prosecution uh, is an absolute joke. According to Brett Tolman, uh, thousands have been sent to prison for long terms for the same kind of charges. Is he receiving special treatment? Is that going to upset anybody? Um, we're going to continue to see. Uh, are we getting any other comments from that standpoint, Lizzie, before we move on? That's all right. I don't have your mic on. We got Joe running all around the place right That's now. That's fine. Poor Joe. Poor Joe. Thank you, Joe, for everything. <laughs> what are the comments that you have there? Yes. Some of the comments are that they think what we have, the Democrat, Drew, is saying, are we happy now as the other side of the aisle that he's being charged with tax evasion? And then other people on here are saying, um, no, they're not happy about it because he should be charged with more than tax evasion. Well, we'll continue. Uh, we'll continue to do our best there from that standpoint. We'll follow that. And once again, uh, we have Chanel Rian coming up at uh, 9.30 from OAN to break down the situation regarding Ukraine. Uh, right now, we switch our attention to a, a better topic in regards to one I think everybody can agree with. Who's best when it comes to doing windows, replacing windows, putting new windows in? It's Renewal by Anderson. Um, good morning, my friend. Welcome back to the show. Good morning, Vic. How you doing? I, I, Well, I can tell you what, Brian. The last time you were on, we were grateful because so many people got excited. Once again, now, tomorrow's the first day of summer officially, and you guys are busy. You're rocking and rolling as you always do. Um, what's the latest with the window, uh, the, the window industry right now? How busy are you guys? Why should people consider doing this right now? It's interesting, you know, through COVID, it got really, really busy. I remember you telling us that. And it's it's pretty much stayed that way. It's uh, we're, we're rocking and rolling right now. We're uh, excited to uh, go out and meet new people and talk about Windows. So it's a, it's a great time to do it. You know, it's interesting. Um, obviously, interest rates are on the rise everywhere, but we've still got awesome affordable payment options that are available. So I don't know how long those are going to last. I hope, you know, obviously in sales, I hope they stay around for a long time. But, uh, you know, obviously that's something that's going to be looked at as time goes on. But it's a great time to look at it because we've still got, you know, as little as 0% available for people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Great. Even in these that's times, great. that is. Yeah. Hey, when people are getting uh, the windows right now, um, what are you finding them? Why are they doing it right now? What are you finding more people doing? And not that it means it's going to be the same case for everybody, sure. but people get new windows for a variety of reasons. Sure. I, I would say right now, this time of year, you're starting to see people who are starting to think ahead a little bit. Um, you know, that we're, we're coming off of winter. Uh, we're coming off a time where they might have felt drafts or maybe had ice forming on the insides of their windows, and they're thinking, I don't want to do, deal with that again. Next, right, I can th imagine. That's coming yeah. up winter. So um, that's probably the, the number one reason is, is people sort of planning ahead. Uh, but there, you know, there's tons of reasons to do windows, whether it's to improve the value of your home, uh, make your home more energy efficient, more maintenance free, maybe change the aesthetic. You know, a lot of people are going to the dark. We talked about this last time. A lot of people are going to the darker color windows. So yeah, yes, uh, whether it's a black window, a dark bronze, something like that. So, uh, you know, there's tons of reasons. There, there, there's always, you know, always a good reason to do it. Um, but I would say for the most part, it's energy efficiency. Yeah, I would imagine that it is too. Do you, when people come to your house and they want to buy a window, what is the first step? So basically all they need to do is give us a call. Um, that's probably going to be the easiest way to uh, get in touch, you know, get in touch or go through the, the website and, uh, you know, uh, set up an appointment. And basically what we do is we have a design consultant come to the home and they'll do a full, 
no obligation, f- totally free inspection of their windows and doors and find out what's going on, find out what might be okay for a while, find out what needs to go you know, sooner rather than later. And then we go through and show you all the different design options that we have. And we come up with a price that we'll honor for an entire year. That's pretty cool. You can't. That is cool you, for you, yeah, here. That's yeah, great. It's That's pretty really awesome. good. Yeah. Now we do have more time sensitive pricing as well with some of the promotions and things like that that we run. But uh, the first step is just having us out and and you know it's sort of like the first step is admitting there's a problem. That that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's and exactly. It's what that's it what it's like. Well, it's easy for people too. They can just go to our website, canceltheshow.com. There's it. a phone number there. You can also click on the link that goes in a direct link right to renewal. They know if somebody from Cancel This has gotten interested and. In Joe's popping that up for you so you can see how easy it really is. You call that number, you click on it, your estimate's free. You, you get somebody to come out and take a look at it for free and see not only if it's helping, as Brian said, from a standpoint of um, money, savings, um, house value, mm-hmm. but also from the standpoint of just how good it can look. When you were on last time, we showed a house and the owner of our building here, um, Kevin Malutnik, he and his wife did uh this was the before and after picture mm-hmm. when you talk about Beautiful. the dark windows right. that's a that's an amazing transformation wow. gorgeous it, 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 i mean it almost looks like two different houses it, it does it's it's remarkable and and you know you think about how much change you can make on on your house and and you know a lot of folks have been in their house for a while and it starts to get stale after a while. Maybe you want to spruce right. it up a little bit, do something different. What an opportunity to do so with windows. You just don't. And doors, too. That's the other big thing. And, you know, doors are one of the biggest return on investment Correct. improvements that you can make yes. in your home. Because if you think about it, if you go to sell your house, what's the first thing people see when they walk up? The door. door. Yeah. Right. So if that looks cruddy, which, you know, to be quite honest, most yeah, of them most do. do. Um, it, it can really make How it easy of a process is that? If you can remind people when it comes to, let's say, getting a quote, getting somebody out there, getting a the door in. Super, super easy. Uh, usually we can have somebody out within 48 hours. So if you, you know, click through the, the website or, or give us a call, um, we can have somebody out within 48 hours. And then it's just a matter of uh, usually a, about a 90 minute, uh, you know, consultation where we're, we're the, the big part of that is finding out what's going on and finding out how we can help you that that's the biggest part of that time frame mm-hmm. um because you know anybody can come out and throw a tape measure on some windows and go here you go here's a, you know here's a cost for it but we really want to dig in and find out you know what's going to help you what's going to make the difference in your home uh not just well here's new windows who, who wants to buy new windows for for no reason no exactly it makes sense renewal by anderson talking with brian price um all you have to do is go to our website cancel click on our link for our partners. It's very simple. You go down, you have two options. You can click on the link. You can fill out a quick email. It goes right to their center or you can call their phone number and it goes right to a dedicated line as well. They're going to get right back to you. So many happy customers all over the St. Louis area. And if you're somebody listening outside of the St. Louis metropolitan area, guess what? Still click the link, call that phone number because they'll hook you up with one of their affiliates all across the country. Um, They are in several states. They'll take care of you. Um, That's why we bring them on all the time. That's why we try to partner with them in regards to what's happening uh, in the industry. Can you talk about anything from a technology standpoint, what's happening and remind people why you guys are different, what separates you? Because you'll see different window companies or you'll see different people representing windows. And by the way, you beat anybody that um, 
tries to talk for any other products. I'm telling you, you do. Oh, thanks. And I talked to Mark, who you work with. I mean, that's legit. That's no BS. That's no crap. <laughs> You're the best at this. Uh, what's is, is he listening right now? Um, I oh, hope I'm he sure is. he is. You know he is. Besides he having is. a better pitch man with Renewal, which is what you are, and you're live and doing it. You don't need to be videotaped and sure. all the other things. Uh, what separates the windows? You know, there, there's a couple things, um, Vic. I think that the biggest advantage that we have is is the name and the brand that we have. You know, Anderson's the oldest, uh, the best, the most innovative window company in America. Uh, we've been around for 120 years, and we plan to keep going a lot longer. What's cool about Renewal by Anderson is we're actually the installation division for Anderson. Okay. And so, you know, if you're doing replacement windows, we're the place to go for Anderson replacement windows. So if you, you know, if you want the best windows out there, we're the place to go. Um, what's neat about that is, you know, a lot of times when you do a, a, any kind of home remodeling project, but especially a window replacement project, you've got to find your products on your own. You've got to find your installer on your own. You've got to hope that that installer is going to stick around after the fact if you need anything. What's great about Renewal by Anderson is we start to finish complete the process. So it's one of those things where you order the windows from us. We make them we install them and then we service them after the fact mm -hmm. we've got the backing of a 120 year old company so we're going to be around for a long time but probably the best part of all of it is the exclusive fibrex material that we use so uh, there's lots of different materials out there that you can use for windows probably the most common would be vinyl uh, most folks have vinyl windows in their homes now uh, that's because that's what most new construction uh, builders are putting in um, Depending on the climate that you live in, vinyl might be okay. Mm -hmm. But quite frankly, if you live in a place where it gets hot, or you live in a place where it gets cold, or God forbid, you live in a place like here where it gets Both. all of it all, <laughs> the, all time, the time. In the same day. In the same day, week, month. Yes. Uh, it's not a material that's made to last. What's nice about Fibrex, the composite patented material that we use, it's something that's going to hold up to all those different weather conditions. And really, I, I liken it to being the smartphone in a flip phone world. Uh, you know, the vinyl windows are really an outmoded, outdated technology. Fibrex is something that is really made to be the last window you buy. Um, I'm, I'm nearing 50 years old. I tell people all the time, if you buy this window, it's going to see me out, uh, hopefully, knock on wood, right? Exactly. Um, but it, it really is a, a revolutionary material. And what's great about it is it's, it's exclusive to Renewal by Anderson. So it's something that only, you can only get with us. And it's something that's really going to make a huge difference in the value of your home. Hey, before you go, oh, go ahead, oh, Lizzie. Okay, okay, we have got a couple questions for you. Sure. It's kind of the same. Two answers have asked, or two listeners have asked, uh -huh. If there's a window there, can you sw turn it into a sliding glass door and vice versa? It really just depends on, on what all is going on there. Um, it, it's hard to just sort of blanket answer that. Correct. The, the best bet would be to, to give us a call and see if it's something that we can work with you on because it, it, it is possible just depending on the situation. Got it. Uh, not, not all situations, the little asterisks, you know, uh, results yes. may vary, mm -hmm. but uh, it is a situation that we could certainly uh, talk to you about and potentially take a look at and see if we could help you with for sure. Great. Do you have another question? Another one is if there's nothing there at all, mm -hmm. can you put a door in or a window in that there it's just drywall now sure so it's certainly possible to do that typically what we would do is is have you partner with a contractor uh to to cut the hole basically got to, it to okay. prep that opening but we're more than happy to put a window or door into one of those openings Great. when they're ready to go so okay. and we appreciate everybody yeah. that jumps in by the yeah. way if it's something that you need want of course you're going through renewal by anderson and if you do it helps us here at cancel this show.com brian price you're awesome as always man we appreciate it thanks for taking the time to drop by thanks, with guys. mark z it was great see mark great z thank you, you my man we 
appreciate it, guys. Thanks again. Uh, Renewal by Anderson. Go to our website, canceltheshow.com, and you can check out more. And of course, um, if you get comfortable when you're done, you can just hop up and walk out. We don't want to keep you uh, stuck here on our set because we're just continuing on, my friend. Brian Price, you really are the best. You're better than anybody else's talk guy. I promise you that. You are. Uh, we need to see more commercials with you, maybe. Maybe you guys, you guys He's don't got need. a great voice. He like does. Rolf. They don't need to do all the commercials because everybody knows the product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just, we're glad that voice. we get them in here, Love by the way. Uh, Brian Price talking to us from that standpoint. Seriously, though, if you need anything, even if it's just a quote, check them out. Um, I've gone out with them. I've checked them out. Um, have tons of people. I mean, I, I know four people right now that have used them already. Um, best quality, best price, yes, best service sure. that you're going to find. So uh, renewal and uh, they teamed with us to try to help us here in everything that we do as well. Okay. Lizzie Sparks is here. Pro Joe, intern Chase. I'm Vic Faust. Um, we're here with cancel the show.com. Uh, the Hunter Biden uh, situation came down. That's going to be a big story the rest of the day. Um, yeah, Republicans aren't going to be happy. Are Democrats really happy that the president's son um, is pleading guilty to things and, of course, is associated with him on other uh, situations as well? Probably not, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, we'll continue to follow that story. Um, Chanel Rian from OAN joining us in about 13, 14 minutes. But before we get there, uh, another interesting topic, and it's something we're, we're in the year 2023, and the number of Americans supporting same-sex relationships is dropping. I found this fascinating. For the first time in many years, it's dropped. According to Gallup polling, um, it's Gallup's annual values and beliefs poll. It was conducted uh, back in May. Uh, they selected random adults, but they did select over 1,000 adults, which I felt was a, a pretty interesting survey. And they got answers from people in all 50 U.S. states and the District of Columbia. So they tried to do this wide-sweeping poll, which they do every year. What did they find? Well, they found that Americans who support same-sex relationships, gay and lesbian, which was 71% last year, dropped to 64% this year. You would think maybe it would continue on the other trend, but for whatever reason, it stopped down 6% to 64%. Now, an overwhelming majority of Americans still accept gay relationships as being morally uh, acceptable. Not just they accept that it's fine, but morally, that it's morally acceptable, that it's morally right. But it dropped from 71 to 64%. Also, it found that Americans were less supportive of a number of other issues related to sexuality and relationships, including birth control, with 88% of Americans finding it morally acceptable this year compared to 92% last year. So that even dropped 4%. But once again, an overwhelming amount of Americans still feel that that is fine. And then also divorce, which was 81% support last year, down 78% this year. Still an overwhelming amount of Americans supporting it and thinking that it's morally acceptable, down to 78%. Um, the, law, the biggest drop was same-sex relationships, dropping 6%. Um, it, why? I have a theory, if you want to hear it. My theory, and a lot of the listeners are have the same theory, it's not that anyone has necessarily a problem with gay 
people. The transgender movement, the transgender movement actually has heard it. And it's not just a transgender, but it's when they started coming after our kids. So when you come after our kids, we're going to look at the whole picture. And if you give somebody an inch, they're going to take a mile. People didn't care about drag queens one way or the other, but then you started to offer them to kids. Most gay people, as we know, are not going to molest children. But this whole trans movement, this whole mutilating our children is absolutely hurting the whole picture. So people are wanting to go back to the 1950s morality where people stay married. There's a mom and there's a dad and that they have sex with the opposite sex. And it's about procreation. The same thing with people who don't want birth control. It's People have this big whole world order thought that there's people trying to control our population. So it's a big old thing that's being talked about. And even in the communities that I am and churches are saying, go back to the basics, go look at the Bible, follow the Bible explicitly. You can love your gay friend, but you don't have to condone who their sexual partner is. But there is no gray area with people coming after our children, zero. And gay people have worked very hard at getting their rights and they have them now but then there's some people and there's always somebody in every group that pushes it over the edge and pisses people off and that's what's happening here it's twofold well it gets into several situations if somebody's going to call it sin then differentiating between sin and do you accept um, sin of other kind. Um, I, there's no doubt in my mind that the 6% less had everything to do with the transgender push that happened. Um, because we talk with um, members of the gay community on this show that want nothing to do with the transgender movement, especially transgender pushes that can involve kids, that can and do involve Correct. Re reconstructive surgery and puberty blockers in kids, especially people before they're 18 years of age as well. Um, the Kaz Kathy says the LGB community has been hijacked by the trans movement. Correct. And, and it goes back to Bruce Jenner's transition. Even he had probably problems with them bullying him. Um, I think we see what's happened with the companies, with the Targets, the Coles, the Starbucks, um, the Bud Lights of the world, the things that are happening right now. Um, I guess if you if it's give an inch, somebody may take a mile. Correct concept, maybe one of those types of deals. Um, but when you break it down, I mean that's where Americans are. You lose six percent. Uh, will it be a trend? that continues into next year it will stop if they stop shoving it down people's throats people, I, I agree they just need to stop shoving it down but, their throats and, and leave the all, kids alone and it all gets back to the esg which we yes. know that massive corporations are trying um to push and will it be pushed to a point where people uh start to go back on things that maybe they thought were fine at one point in time because they're like oh okay if we're going to follow this, then it gets associated with this. And two years ago, I accepted this. But now if I accept this, they're, they're in a group over here. And now I can't accept the whole group because I only accept part of the group. Just like we've seen what's happened with our Democratic Party and our Republican Party. Because it's very difficult um, 
to like everything that one party has all the time, as we saw the transformation of the old Democratic Party into what it's become now. And then, of course, people, even for all of our conservative listeners who may not like where the party has gone now as well. Um, I, it's, I just look at that study, and I just found it to be very, very, very interesting. And not um, surprising, though. Not but, surprising at all. But just think about this, though, and this is when I always talk about the slippery slope and where you are now and where things could go at one point in time. In 2002, 38%, this is 21 years ago, 38% of Americans found same-sex relationships acceptable. It was only 38%. 21 years later, it went all the way up to, you know, where we are now at 64%. Right. So... So that you just proved that like people have been more accepting and kind of have the mentality, you do you, I'm going to do me. And people have, they get bullied if they don't agree that being gay is okay. And so people just have allowed it. And I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong. I follow the biblical part of the Bible. So you probably know where I stand on that. I tell my children the typical saying, you know, don't love this, you know, love the person, but you don't have to love the sin, but it's just gone off the rails. When you take your little baby to the library and there's a drag queen sitting there and they're talking about actually sex with the same type of a person, it, it, it's gone overboard. It's just got to stop. And here's the other part of it. The decrease in acceptable from a moral standpoint by Americans was driven by Republicans. They broke it out into Republicans and Democrats. 56% of Americans identifying as Republicans found same-sex relationships more acceptable. Only 41% of Republicans, that was last year, 41% in this current poll, 41% of Americans, of a Republican Americans, it's the lowest figure reported in their survey in 10 years. Wow. So Republicans all of a sudden switched this year, I say all of a sudden, by a 10% drop, a 10% yes. drop in one year of Republicans thinking that same-sex relationships were morally acceptable. Um, so it's Republicans who were responsible, not Democrats, for the drop. More Republicans yes. said, uh-uh, we don't believe in this anymore. We don't think that it's morally acceptable. And that's what really forced this to drop. Now, what's also interesting, um, a strong majority of Democrats and independents continue to support same-sex relationships with 79 and 73% of them finding it morally acceptable. However, there still was a 6% drop in Democrats as well. Democrats last year were at 85%, and they dropped down to 79%. So it was an extremely high figure, yes. but it did drop a little bit. It didn't continue to go up. It dropped, and it didn't stay the same. It dropped. Because I, I think Democrats as a whole are normal people who disagree with some financial ideology. But the progressive left have a whole ideology that is completely different than the norm. And they're the ones that are okay with all of this extreme behavior and including children. And how you know that is there's so much sex trafficking going on and you don't hear any progressive liberal saying there's a problem or even talking about it. It's, it's the people on the right that are bringing it up. 
Well, here's the other issue. We've talked about it before in the show, and I'll say it again. And this is in regards to a response that we got from Democrat Drew. He says the polling shows that Republicans are hateful. And here is the problem. See, Drew, that's the whole thing. He will call a Republican hateful, and he doesn't care that kids are getting mutilated. They go that to that first. Well, Republicans call this the, quote, intolerant left. We're tolerant of everything. I'm tired of being tolerant of everything. We're tolerant of everything unless you don't agree with us. There you go. And there you go. here's the problem. If you're truly going to be tolerant, you have to be accepting of other people's opinions, their values, their morals, their faiths. You may not like or agree what they say or how they feel or live their life. And it goes both ways. But are you going to be accepting? Are you going to be tolerant? The problem is, if you're a Democrat, if you're on the left, and you call somebody that's a conservative hateful because they don't agree with a same-sex marriage, guess what? Then you're yeah. Then are you really tolerant? No, because you'll be tolerant as long as you agree with what they say and as long right. as they agree with what you feel. That's not tolerance. That's, I'm going to like you if you like what I like. And then exactly. the other part of it, Drew, is the fact that if you're going to say it's Republicans who are hateful, and I'll say this for Democrats as well, that do believe that from Scripture, that same-sex marriage is not appropriate in God's eyes, calling it unnatural. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole breakdown of Scripture and everything else that goes into it. I'm just saying you can't all of a sudden call somebody hateful because they follow their church teaching regarding same-sex relationships. You just can't. You may not agree, but to call somebody hateful when you're pointing, the old saying, you got three fingers pointing back at you. That's where you have to be careful because if you call somebody hateful because they don't agree with what you agree with, that may look like you're the hateful one and you have to be careful about that. And you do have to be careful about that, I think, on both levels. But you mentioned something about the Bible. That shows you that our country was based on Christian morals and values, and we've gotten away from it. Both right and left have gotten gotten away from it, but where they're messing with children and going completely against the Bible, it's more the progressive lefts than the right. So you can see who people are more, and I'm not saying religious, because religious but, people don't always do the right thing. It's people who want to read the Bible and do what it says. But I'm also going to call out the Christians if you're the if yes. you're somebody who is attacking same sex yet you are the person that also has sin in your life and if there's any yes. sexual sin that's going on in your life and the only reason I use that that parameter is if because if you're saying or going after somebody from a same sex uh, standpoint is you better look hard in the mirror at everything regarding yes. sexuality in your life Correct. as well. Correct. Be- because um, when we get to the, the perfect situation or the perfect people and what people are dealing with, um, it's, it's not as easy as you may think. Because um, if you go and actually spend time with people um, who undoubtedly have dealt with so many issues in their life and they're faced with, yes. I have attraction, legitimate attraction for same sex. And I felt this way from the time that I was a kid. Um, then you don't know what it's like to walk in those shoes. 
And then you know in your mind what you think from a Christian standpoint it's supposed to be until you're in those shoes. And then that's what they have to deal with between their relationship between them and God. And no doubt in my mind, after talking to so many people, how they were born, how people feel. Now, I'm not going to break it all down. We don't have time. We're getting into a much better interview. But it's interesting how it's easy to judge other yes, people. Judging. And we know that we have a situation. And you have to judge in life. You do. Uh, you do. You judge from a, a positive standpoint. I mean, judging from a negative standpoint. Yes. You just have to be careful about looking around and make sure that you're taking care of yourself first. Yes. You have to take care of your own backyard. Got to keep your grass green before you look at somebody else's yard. All right. This is Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. We continue to bring you the stories that we possibly can that you may not see broken down from a standpoint on local news, world news, anything from that standpoint. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks alongside. Tap of the Hassle will be back on Thursday. Eric Johnson will be back on Friday. We've got Pro Joe in-house, our intern Chase here as well. Uh, coming up in just a little bit here, we've got Chanel Rion from OAN, talking about everything that's happening with um, Ukraine right now. And it, it, it's fascinating what it is. We'll jump into that to see what's going on. Also, we had breaking news just a short time ago when it came to the situation regarding Hunter Biden and what's going on um, with guns. I mean, th these charges that were brought, I mean, the only reason the president's son is doing this now is because th they had him between a rock and a hard place. He agrees to plead guilty in this federal tax and gun case, but he did this as the GOP probe is intensifying. Um, and just because he agrees to plead guilty in this federal tax and gun case, guess what? The U.S. Attorney for Delaware, David Weiss, said uh, that didn't end this. The investigation is ongoing. Uh, clearly, they're going for the big guy, Joe Biden. We all know the big guy, Joe Biden, uh, which has been alleged to be him. Um, so Biden, he, he, this is a case that's been going on for years. So he's pleading guilty to two counts of willful failure to pay federal income tax, uh, the president's son. And then he's also agreed to enter into a pretrial diversion agreement regarding a separate charge of possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user or addicted to a controlled substance. Of course, we see in the pictures of the guns and, of course, Hunter passed out, crack pipes in his mouth, hookers everywhere, pictures, um, you know, just very, very bad stuff. Very bad stuff. And this has nothing to do with the FBI document, which we're still trying to find out why so much of it was redacted. And of course, the FBI stating, well, this is to protect people. We don't want everybody to know all the information. Um, so Hunter's situation was this. Um, he received taxable income in excess of a million five annually. How the hell was Hunter Biden making $1.5 million a year in 2017 and 2018? That's crazy. I mean, <laughs> and you know, he didn't do it, you know, legally, uh, for sure. Despite owing in excess of $100,000 in federal income taxes each year, he didn't pay the income tax for either year. Can you imagine if you just decided, and I know we've talked about this before, you know what? I'm not going to pay my taxes this year. F it. Screw it. I'm above the law. I'm better than this. My daddy knows people. Didn't pay, just said, truck it. Just said, truck it. Truck it. For Truck two it. straight years. Um, 
And you've got his dad saying, oh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He does everything right. He's just a good boy. He's misunderstood. Yeah, okay. Uh, according to the firearm information, from on or about October 12th of 2018, uh, Hunter Biden possessed a firearm despite knowing he was an unlawful user. So at the same time that he wasn't uh, paying his taxes, despite making $1.5 million a year, uh, he knew he couldn't have a gun because he was addicted to crack, and he still did that as well. And then, of course, the pictures came out, and we know the rest of the story. And now there is a bigger story that's going on because of all of this. And anybody that wanted to say that the laptop wasn't real, and you know who they are, or there wasn't anything on the laptop, you're starting to see that they were misinformed, uneducated, or just flat-out liars. And that's what we're dealing with right now with the whole situation. Um, yeah, Facebook user wants to know, um, who is the person who paid Hunter's back taxes? Hmm. hmm who was that? Who was that? Yeah, I, I know. Uh, George GS3, our friend, says I'm laughing so hard. Exactly. Um, Drew says he paid the tax money back. That's why he got a plea deal. Okay, regardless, um, it's an embarrassment. It's um, the small little fire. But we all know if you take the deep dive, there is a massive fire that's still burning. And that's what the House GOP uh, Oversight Committee and Representative Comer is attempting to do right now to make sure that they can get all that information. Uh, get the FBI somehow, some way to cooperate in some stance. Um, this is Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with uh, Lizzie Sparks. She's taking care of all of the chats as well uh, on multiple platforms this morning. We're here Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. live, of course, Central Time, and all the time at cancelthisshow.com. One of our missions here is to bring the best guests that we possibly can. And with that being said, one of the best guests, most popular guests we've ever had is Chanel Rion, Lizzie's friend from OAN. Chanel, thanks for uh, spending some time with us again this morning. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. All right. Lizzie was able to set this up. You guys are good friends. Uh, we appreciate you jumping in. Um, what the hell is going on with Ukraine? Can you tell us about this study, this deep dive that you've done, uh, we know that when we talk to you from OAN, we know that you guys are leaving no stun un stone unturned, and you're bringing us all the information to stories, not just one-sided news. Uh, Vic, thank you so much for having me on about this very topic. This is four years late at this point, but we're grateful this moment is here. And what is this moment? The moment is Congress is finally investigating and using its congressional powers to actually look into these claims of bribery and corruption overseas as conducted and tied to Joe Biden, who is now a sitting president. Um, four years too late, but we're here and we're grateful that we are here still. OAN was right about this story from the very beginning. We were dismissed from the very beginning. We were attacked by all sides. We were attacked by the Paul Ryans of the Fox News Corp arena. We were attacked by the blaze of all things and Glenn Beck, who I, I guess he was a little jealous or something. I don't know what their deal was, but mm -hmm. they dismissed our investigations when we came back with it. When did um, they dismiss that, Chanel? When did Beck and the blaze do that? Back when, when I came back with the investigation, keep in mind, I was only six months into the new job at OAN. So this has been a few years. People could not believe what was going on, what we were bringing back. This is in 2019, November of 2019, when I picked up the phone, I called a few people, found out there were some people trapped in Ukraine that we needed to go visit. 
OAN bought some plane tickets. We flew over there. We tracked these people down. I investigated uh, the entire story as it was told to us at the time. And that was that Joe Biden corrupt, had pressured the government of Ukraine to fire the prosecutor general, Viktor Shokin. Viktor Shokin, as you might recall, was investigating at least half a dozen cases related to Burisma and Hunter Biden, in turn, the Biden family in Ukraine. These were business relationships that, that were worth to the Biden family several million dollars, at least five to eight million dollars by our estimates. And when we flew to Ukraine, we found the prosecutor general who was fired, we found his successor who was handpicked by Joe Biden. We spoke to members of parliament who had known about the Biden family in Ukraine for years, and they all gave us the same story. And that was Joe Biden was corrupt. He used his influence as vice president, used American taxpayer dollars as, as leverage and pressured Ukraine to change its policies, to move things around and fire the prosecutor general who was looking into his son's business dealings. So that was the conclusion of that trip. And we brought back documents. We brought back statements that no one had heard before. And it included allusions from Victor Shokin himself, who said, look, you don't have to believe me. Go look at my, my reputation online. People say I'm a bad guy and I was fired for corruption charges. He says, there's no evidence of that, but don't believe me. American people, I ask you, said Victor Shokin, just demand the transcripts between Joe Biden and President Poroshenko of Ukraine. If you get those transcripts, you will hear for yourselves the pressure campaign that was involved to try and oust investigators from looking into Hunter Biden. Clear, clear lines of corruption there, Vic, Lizzie. It's incredible. So we did this about four years ago. And as you may recall, about a year later, what happens with stories like this is if you are the only one really really covering it, you start getting, it's like a snowball, you start getting more sources who start coming to you saying, hey, you're the one covering this, we think you might understand the information we give to you now. So what happened one year later, roughly, I was approached by someone who was inside, a whistleblower inside Ukraine. Now, fast forward to 2020, this is during the election season. And this person says, I have the audio recordings between President, Vice President Biden and President Poroshenko. Would you like them? We said, of course, we'd like to verify them. We got a hold of them. We listened to these tapes. We published these tapes. And if your viewers are familiar with the OEN app, make sure you download OAN, get OAN live. Um, you can watch these investigations at OAN. But we published these tapes. We confirmed them. We were able to lay out the exact corruption accusations that the prosecutor general was laying out and it all lined up uh talking with chanel rian from oan it lined up are you going to be uh producing any more of this information on an upcoming episode newscast something special we absolutely are. So I'm as I, I took a break this morning from writing out the update special as we speak. Um, this update special, I think, will come out not this weekend, but the next weekend. Now, if your viewers have the OAN Live app and you don't 
you're not familiar with the investigation, OAN is re-airing the original OAN Ukraine investigations. And they included all of my interviews with the officials here in the US. And then when we actually flew to Ukraine, those those interviews I just mentioned with Viktor Shokin and his successor, those are fascinating interviews and they are just as relevant today, if not more, than they were four years ago. So we're airing all of that this weekend. Stay tuned, log on to OAN Live, get the app on your streaming devices. You can watch a recap of all of this, all this weekend. And I highly, highly recommend that they do that, that they go back and listen to it. Because I I know Chanel personally, and she does not lie. So if she says it, it's a the real deal, and you have got to watch it this weekend so that it sets the stage for what she has coming up weekend after next. It's imperative. It's imperative. Uh, Michelle chimes in saying, OAN is the only news channel I watch, as all others are deep staters. Yep. Also, yep. Robert said, Chanel, since you know people at OAN and you're part of the people at OAN, uh, he was curious if there could ever be an alliance between an organization called the United Network News. Uh, I'm not all that familiar with them. Um, Also, uh, we had breaking news just a short time ago. Hunter Biden uh, pleading guilty to some tax charges, a gun charge. Is there anything you can tease with his association or not, or at least take him out of the association with maybe involvement regarding Ukraine in some capacity? Oh my gosh, so this is going, this is terrible news actually coming out of uh, the mm-hmm. DOD this morning because, and I think you guys are all on the same page and the same thought process, this is a slap in the wrist. Oh yes. my gosh, Hunter Biden spit out gum on the sidewalk. Let's <laughs> like, oh look, we did our job. Here's the DOJ, we did our job. We slapped him on the wrist and we're punishing him and Hunter Biden pled guilty, my goodness. This is such an egregious exercise of biased justice right now. And Hunter Biden, based on the investigations that we have done over the past four years, should certainly be looked into for the shell companies he set up in China, in Mm -hmm. Ukraine, the investigations that were open on him in Latvia and Cyprus. These were money laundering allegations that were waged against Hunter Biden and they were in the millions of dollars. They are not unserious charges and they are not conspiracy theories. And this is something that we've had to redeem ourselves from for the past four years. Remember when we first came out with this series of stories, the entire intelligence community came out and said, this is all Russian propaganda. Yeah, of course they did. Without yes, providing they did. any evidence to back that up. And guess who has the evidence to back up that we were right and they were wrong? Yeah, you guys do. OAN does. How the hell so did how the hell did Hunter Chanel in regards to what you just said, how the hell did he make one point five million dollars in two thousand seventeen and two thousand eighteen? Oh, I I'm certain based on how he had set up companies in China as well, he made a lot more than that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's just chump change, Vic. He made that a was, lot that more was, than that. Um, you know, I, it, it may not be the best news in the world. We want justice. Uh, I know many conservatives don't feel as if this is justice regarding Hunter, if this was all to end right now after he agrees to plead guilty in a federal tax and gun case. However, uh, the U.S. Attorney for Delaware, David Weiss, Weiss, who has been in the investigations, said that this does not mean the investigation uh, is over. 
He says, quote, the investigation is ongoing. It may be conjecture on your part, but do you feel that there is something else that they could tie Hunter to uh, regarding the big guy or any other of the crime syndicate family that is known as the Bidens? Here's something. And I've actually uh, discussed this with members of Congress, too, because OAN has reached I have reached brick walls when it comes to this question. But here's something. Uh, why don't we ask about a man named John S. Flynn? John S. Flynn was a staffer in the vice president's office. John S. Flynn shows up in an email on Hunter Biden's laptop. He emails from his official vice presidential email. And what does he email? He emails Hunter Biden on his business line, in his business email. So a staffer from the vice president's office emails Hunter Biden's business email, a civilian, he doesn't work for the government, does not have an official post inside the White House, and tells Hunter the time and date that Joe Biden is going to hop on a call with President Poroshenko of Ukraine. There are <laughs> dates, there are timestamps, there's an email. And guess who's CC'd on that? Joe Biden. Of course he is. Of course he nemesis is. Email, his, his pseudonymous email, not nemesis, his pseudonymous email. So Joe Biden has this fake email that he uses. We've confirmed this in Hunter Biden's laptop. It is so illegal for a vice president's office to clue in a civilian who has no business being on this call, who happens to have financial interests in the very country they're speaking with. Why is that a crime that is not being investigated? I don't know. I think Congress can find that out. I've asked Congress about this behind closed doors. I hope they're looking into it. No one else is asking about this. I've asked about it. My good friend, Garrett Ziegler, over at Marco Polo uh, Research has also pointed out this John Flynn character, but I've been able to piece it together with the recordings that I found and reported on, and it's astounding. Imagine if you, Vic, were somehow, you know, a, a sitting member of Congress or inside a high level of government, and you clued in your brother or your kids on an official conversation with another state who happens to be talking about issues that would financially benefit your family. Yeah, no, How long yeah, would you last? Yeah, I don't believe in it. Hunter's a good boy. Hunter's just a good boy. He's misunderstood. Um, I don't believe any of this, Chanel. He, Hunter's just a, <laughs> he's just a, he's just a really, really good kid. Uh, everything's fine. He sings fine. in the choir too. Uh, he sings in the choir. <laughs> um, have you been stonewalled uh, by anybody? Um, have when you're you're going down trying to get information? Um, are there three-letter companies, organizations trying to stop you from getting information, uh, presenting information, anything of that nature? You know, uh, to answer that question, I think I'll just tell you a very brief story. When I was reporting on the audio recordings back in 2020, I asked for comment from the Biden campaign. And I said, hey, I have these audio recordings between Joe Biden and President Poroshenko. Would the Biden campaign like to comment on these recordings? We are about to publish them. Normally, a campaign will get back to you with some kind of comment. Of course, or say, that's, that's normal. Ah, we don't think those are real. You're reporting on fake stuff or no, we deny everything in there. They didn't say anything. What happened? I didn't tell a I did not tell a soul I was working on this story except for my pre, the president of OAN. And he would not have leaked any of this. What happens after I send that email to the Biden campaign? Nine hours later, I get a phone call from The Atlantic. 
Oh, the Atlantic, nice. who at the time, of course, is run by mm-hmm. Steve Jobs' widow, who's a huge, who's basically a female George Soros. Um, I get a call from the Atlantic. It's Edward Isaac Dovier. And he calls me and says, I, I'm calling you because I hear you have recordings of conversations between Joe Biden and President Poroshenko. You do realize that's Russian propaganda. He starts bullying me about the story I'm working on. And I said, why are you calling me? I'm working on the same story as well. Oh, really? Then you know what's on these recordings, too. Why don't you tell me what's on these recordings? Well, I just want to know what you have in your recordings. And I said, well, that's not how it works. Why don't you wait for me to put this out? I put it out. And guess what he publishes? He publishes an entire campaign talking about Russian propaganda feeding OAN. That is the machine that is behind the Biden family and the DNC. It's not a machine that's just at the DOJ. It's a media machine as well. So you're asking if I've gotten any kind of pushback. Of course, we've gotten pushback. It's called deplatforming. Not several months later after putting all of this material out. Newsmax wasn't reporting on this. Fox wasn't reporting on this. No one was reporting on this. OAN went to Ukraine, boots on the ground. We were the only ones who did this. And we came back with exclusive material. We were the only ones. We were attacked for it. And several months later, guess what? Congresswoman, uh, Democrat lawmakers, McInerney and Eshoo, write a letter to OAN's cable providers, DirecTV, and say, why don't you respond to Congress? Tell us why you are carrying OAN. They are jeopardizing America with their information. We were deplatformed several months later. Is that a coincidence? No, No, that's no coincidence. And you've often in many articles been called a Russian spy too. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's like, oh yeah, that's Chanel. She's a Russian spy. (laughs) Oh, that's a resume builder. You got to put that on there. (laughs) That's what she puts in her caption. Given how wrong they've been on on that storyline at this point, that's almost a badge of honor. Correct. But at this point, based on how wrong they've been on the Russia story, it's it's basically a a code for them that you are a threat. Uh, We were getting asked a question. I don't know if you're familiar with this or not. I don't think you spoke to this yet, but uh, somebody was asking, Jerry was asking, and you may see it in the comments as well if you see those, uh, to ask about Drunglowski's son and Carrie's stepson on the Burisma board with Hunter. Does any of that sound familiar? And what should people know about that? Um, I I know that Pelosi's son was involved in some Ukrainian dealings, but as far as Burisma goes, there is a John Kerry connection. In fact, we have an audio recording between John Kerry and the president of, of Ukraine at the time, again, pressuring Ukraine to fire Viktor Shokin. Why did he do that? Well, does not mention the fact that John Kerry's own stepson, was also a business partner of Hunter Biden joining the board of Burisma. That is just all crazy. And oh, here's another fun connection. You just sparked a great memory. Thank you uh, to your viewers. Um, Another fun connection is John Kerry's chief of staff. His name escapes me. His chief of staff actually lobbied for Burisma, became a lobbyist. And if you look through the FEC filings, Burisma Limited is actually on his FEC filings. This is the chief of staff for John Kerry, one of his closest people, who then wow. became a lobbyist and then became the official lobbyist for Burisma. I mean, the tangled webs here yeah. are tangled, but at the same time, if you zoomed out just a little bit, 
it paints a very clear picture. Democrats are very corrupt. They've been covering up the trails of Joe Biden for years. They've been covering up the trails of other powerful Democrats. And there are even Republicans on this list. Look at the yes. Romney connection. Look yeah. at lots of connections here. But at the at the end of the day, the Biden connection is the most egregious because he was vice president and he was actually leveraging that position to influence foreign policy using your and my tax dollars. But do you think anything's going to be able to come out of this with the House Oversight Committee and Representative Comer? I'm glad that we've gotten as much as we have to this point, but I think most Americans that actually do the deep dive and care are like, wait a second, we need a whole lot more. I think that that goes back to this conversation of redemption. OAN needs to be redeemed. We have been working, we've been right about the story from the beginning. If we are having to go over old ground and then we're all bogged down with this corrupted narrative that this is potentially not true information when we know it's true information, then we would be a lot further down the road towards untangling this entire criminal ball of wax. But it starts with the redemption for those of us who have been talking about this and have been talking about it accurately for a long time. And then it has to do with the the spines of our lawmakers. I think Comer is doing a great job responsibly unraveling a lot of this. We know that Chuck Grassley at the Senate side mm -hmm. has now, he's looking into the 17 recordings. I haven't seen those recordings. I don't know if they match up with the ones that I have and I've reported on, but we will see, I think, shortly. And at the end of the day, the American people ultimately have to decide what to do with this information, because I think Congress can only go so far if the DOJ and the State Department are completely adverse to our efforts to uncover the truth. What do you think about, with all of this, that you're trying to unravel it all? What do you think that it will take at the higher levels to help you get this all out? I think it takes a handful of very honest, uh, if we go to the State Department and we go to the FBI and we start prosecuting some people and others start popping and saying, hey, I don't want to be prosecuted. Let me take a plea deal and let me tell you what I know. That's what it will take. Yeah, it would make yeah. sense. Hey, real quick before we let you go, Chanel, um, do you think you'll ever get a White House uh, press pass again and would you want one? <laughs> I have one, actually. Oh, you uh, do have one. Okay. We thought right that you... Here. It's right here. But you know how worthless <laughs> this is right yeah, now? you don't I get in there. house that exists as it stands. And I know there's a handful of people out there, a fringe group who says, oh, the White House is just a Hollywood set and nothing's actually out there. No, it's there. I'm there every day. I have a tent on the grounds. I put up, an, a, I put up a flag in honor of my Texas heritage. You know, come and take it. They've tried to take my tent several times. OEN's tent. Um, but we're there to stay. I still have access to the briefing room. Do I get questions? Absolutely not. Um, do, does Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre have the courage to ask questions beyond that third row? Absolutely not. So until they actually get someone who's brave enough to take questions, you won't see OAN getting a word in for a little while. Well, you just got to continue to do what you guys are doing. OAN's doing a terrific job. Um, you guys are fighting the good fight and, and more people like you, no doubt about it. Um, we support you. We'll continue to do that. And if there's any other um, 
stories, specials, things of that nature, let us know. We're promoting um, all around the country. Um, um, we're not OAN, but our base is getting larger across the country, especially if you, you come on. such a great show. I love what you guys are doing. And Lizzie, you're doing a phenomenal job, she is. too. Thank you. <laughs> she really is. I love watching you thrive. Um, your grandbaby is so cute. Thank and you so much. <laughs> but you guys are doing a great job. It's a great show. And I really appreciate that you guys are plowing through the wheat and the chaff and getting to the truth of stuff. Yeah, we're trying. Chanel, thank you so much for your time. Once again, real quick, remind people how they can catch everything this weekend, the app and also anything else. Yeah, download OAN Live, number one, okay. on either your phone, your smart TV, get OAN Live. And if you don't have it, just go online, get a subscription. It's really easy and it's really cheap. So support us there. Okay, I guess your son's uh, away this morning. He's not making an appearance. Well, he's Atlas outside there. Yeah, now. Um, <laughs> That's right. He was a superstar the last time we had you on was. with us. Will you give Cortland and Atlas a kiss from our family? I will. Thank you, Lizzie. Thanks, all right. Vic. All right. You got it. Chanel Rion from OAN. We appreciate all the time that we get with Chanel. When we do that, it's a great way to cap off the podcast, too, today for uh, June 20th. Um, when you talk about the web, when you weave the web, I can only imagine, as you've seen in crime sitcoms yes, and movies yes. where you have a huge whiteboard and you start at the top with one picture, which leads to three pictures, which leads to 10 pictures, yes, which leads yes. to 20 pictures. That's what it's like following the crime path, the crime trail. Unreal. It is amazing. Uh, she clearly has a vast knowledge of the situation. Um, my gosh, I, I, I get so beat down by what's happening and what could happen or not regarding the Biden family getting to the bottom of the truth and everything else that's out there um, regarding Ukraine, regarding the big man, regarding Hunter, regarding uh, acts and works and illegal activity as a vice president. And then, of course, as we know what happens with national media and local media, they don't cover it. They just don't they just cover don't. It, which they is don't. why you need organizations like OAN and what they're trying to do right Correct. now. And, and as she was referring to Newsmax, I know it's their competitor, but they truly, too, only go so far. And OAN, they, they tell it all. They tell it all. And that's why they're sometimes called conspiracy theorists, just like we are. All right, guys, we appreciate you jumping in with us today for CancelTheShow.com. Tomorrow, um, we've got, uh, uh, we'll talk things over with uh, Kathy Helbig Strict and Steve Strict. We've also got uh, Greenlight Dispensary in. Uh, we'll see what happens, any more fallout from what's going on regarding the Hunter Biden situation. And of course, we'll continue to jump into some other topics as well. Um, for intern Chase, Pro Joe, and Lizzie Sparks, I'm Vic Faust. Thanks for watching CancelTheShow.com. Please like, subscribe, share the show let people know what we're doing if you know business opportunities or partnerships for us as well uh reach out we'll jump in on it have a great day